This episode contains sensitive topics. Discretion is advised. Hello, and welcome back to the Lusty Lounge. Grab a drink, take a seat, sit back, and relax as you join us for our next discussion. I am Minka, and with me, as always, are Pews. What's up? And Justin Alt. Hello. Today, we are going to be talking about the fun topic of kink at Pride events. So there's been a lot of discourse about this in the past couple years, and it really started only a handful of years ago is when it started to become popular to discuss this, as there started to be a lot of social media with Twitter and TikToks and all sorts of things, people starting to talk about how they don't feel it's appropriate to have kink representation at Pride events which, of course, tend to take place during the month of June, because that is Pride Month. For the gays, and the kind of gays, and the not really gays, and the kind of sort of not really gays. Exactly. So, I have a lot of opinions about this, and have done a little bit of research on some of the different viewpoints and stuff, but I would like to hear both of your opinions on it first, because I don't want to go through and, like... Oh, fuck. I know. I don't want to go through and, like, discuss all of the counterpoints and everything that I've discovered uh, before you guys have a chance to kind of talk about your opinions. And we're all friends here, so even if we disagree on a few things, you know, obviously it's going to stay... Civil. Civil. Civil's a good word. Yeah. It's going to stay civil. Me using my college vocabulary. You went Little to college? No, this is the episode we undone. <laughs> Damn, it's been, it's been a wild ride. Well, All right, Pius, let's rub together our singular brain cell to figure out something to talk about. Hey, I have more. I have somewhat of an opinion on this. I, Shit. I'll go first then. Uh, in my opinion, I feel like kink at pride is acceptable under cert- certain circumstances. I feel like it's got to be separated enough that like kids and people underage don't get all up in that kind of stuff because i feel like that's a bit much for younger people but aside from that i feel like kinks fine at pride just shouldn't have it that out in the open okay alt do you have something you'd like to share with the class so like i've got two people i know that went to the pride Parade? Festival? What's it called? Uh, it depends on where yes. you are, but usually it's a pride festival. <laughs> and usually there's a pride parade at the pride festival. So, like, y- y'all know D. He was there. He he sent me pictures because I was like, help. And I, it was like, I examined the pictures. I went, okay. This does not help me. My other friend also went. She also sent me pictures. And I was like, this does not help me. So, to my knowledge, there was no kink at Pride that was readily available, notice- noticeable. So, to me, I'm like, well, it maybe was there. I don't know. I didn't go. I was at uh, Sandusky doing alcohols. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you Do you feel like... Do you have any opinions on people being dressed up in leathers and furry outfits and rubber suits and like nipple pasties and stuff uh 
being out in public at a Pride event? Pasties don't care. The titties are great. Fursuits, I would not super recommend because it's fucking hot in June, especially this year. So I don't want people to die of heat stroke. Leather, don't really care. Uh, the rubber suits, maybe, maybe like tuck them away in the back, but sure. Do they also sweat? I don't, I don't yes. know. Yes, leather, leather is very hot. Then the no, put them in like an indoor thing with air conditioning so they don't die. <laughs> yeah, put the furries there too so they don't die. We need the furries. So they got a lot of money to spend. Yeah, well, and and like lots of them for that kind of stuff will get like the cooling vests and different stuff that they can put underneath to help keep cool because it definitely can get hot and you can um, get heat exhaustion easily at something like that. Even just if you're in the parade, which is sometimes only a couple hours in the sun. But so what I'm getting from you is that like you're more worried about the heat exhaustion, but like as for actually what's being presented, you you're cool with all of it. Sure, just uh, keep it indoors because it it do be hot. <laughs> if like little Timmy and Julie happen to stumble upon it, they can learn the bear basics so they have an understanding of what they're seeing but they don't need explicit detail and that only goes up to a certain point so like maybe little little jing wants to see why people well wants to see people get tied up but doesn't know why they get tied up and you go well i'll show you how but i won't tell you anything else because you're too young for that little what did i say jang juliet what the fuck did i say jimmy i think sure little timmy Yep, sure. <laughs> little, little Timmy. Okay. Uh, also, parents should maybe be there if they're cool with that. I don't know. I don't fucking know. I don't know how to raise kids. Because they're stupid. That that kind of falls into the, like, you know, like, oh, M-rated games shouldn't be available for kids. And it's like, well, they're not. Um, either they're getting them through friends by, you know, pushing those laws or the parents are buying for them because they're not paying attention to ratings and all of the things they have there to help them parent listen as a former gamestop employee i can 100 percent say the fucking adults are stupid too also as a also as a former gamestop employee i can fully agree with that and the amount of times that parent would be like i want to buy this game for my six-year-old and i would be like hey um just so you know all of these things are in it and they would look at me and be like do i look like i care it's like okay whatever that's on you man that's wild people would be like what i'm like yeah this game has a titty in it it's super pixelated but there's titties in it and they're like son how old are you nine well it's time you learned i'm like damn wish i had parents like you and I was like, wait, I don't want to play this game. I don't want this. Uh, my GameStop was on an Air Force base, so I did have... What the shit? Yeah. That's a sting operation waiting to happen. <laughs> so I did have actually a fair amount of parents that would come up and be like, like, once we pointed it out, they'd be like, oh, yeah, no, I'm not getting this. So I made, you know, enemies of probably quite a few kids, but... Man, fuck them kids. Right? I'm like, no, nope, doing kids. my job. Yeah, that's how you keep your job, so you don't get fucking fired. Yep. Or have a stink operation put on you. Because <laughs> we've had that happen at my store, and I was just like, man, that was wild. You guys hey. lead some interesting lives. 
I, I, work at GameStop. Yeah. <laughs> Just work at GameStop for six months. You'll see it happen. It's wild. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. I've had a lot of different jobs in my life, to be honest. So I've seen a lot of things. Unfortunately, a lot of them were retail. So I've seen a lot of things oh, from I'm so sorry. Yeah, the public. Public general public's fucking stupid. Yep. Not you, listener. You're you're, you're smart. The <laughs> the general public. You are the basic public. <laughs> Man, is what Pews feels like? What? The general just public? Saying, or just, being... just saying shit and just like, man, am I, being, am I fucking stupid? Yeah, that's, that <laughs> sums up my life. This isn't a fun feeling. <laughs> Welcome to living my life. Fuck that. <laughs> my mouth just spews out a bunch of garbage and then I'm like, ah, oh, that was that was all garbage. I shouldn't have said any of it. Shit's not fun. Yeah, now you're now you know. I I specifically sit down and write down all my thoughts before I say anything, you know, and then like bounce them off other people. And then, you know, like about two days later, I'll come back and I'll I'll say whatever I was thinking. That's boring. See, you got to (laughs) like just word vomit everything. So then people just think you're insane. Are you kidding? I have ADHD. I have ADHD. Of course, I word vomit. See, I have the problem. Where I'll talk to somebody who's non-typical, like non-binary people or trans people, and by the end of the conversation, I feel like I've made them think I'm a white supremacist. Those yeah, you weren't bald, though. I've been bald. If we've learned anything over the past You're not couple helping years, your case. not all white supremacists are bald. Truth. He isn't an underage child who found 4chan. Yeah, he's not an incel. I do have a wife, so... I was going to say, yeah, he does have a wife, so it can't be an incel. Yeah. Fuck you. You're not one of the 31 white men that were just arrested up in Idaho uh, who were white supremacists that were getting ready to try to raid their Pride event. Oh, I saw a post about that. I thought it was funny. I thought it was fake. Nope, it was real. It, it looks too. It looks too staged. It was real. Six of those thir- six of those thirty one are from my home state to fucking do it. You know how much gas is five dollars a gallon. You know how much gas they wasted. Fucking stupid ass people. That's some commitment. I don't listen. I- I'm willing to commit to a bit once the bit is costing me hundreds of dollars. Fuck that. It's not worth it. There. I hate. I hate a group so much. I'm willing to fill my gas tank three times and spend hundreds of dollars. Well, they just got finished with a president that they still feel is the president because they feel the election was stolen. Who told them that these things were the right thing to do? We're, we're jumping right into the politics. I love. That. Oh, don't worry. Oh, we don't. This we whole don't, thing is politics. politics yeah, no, this no, whole thing is politics. Do politics here? It's too late. We've started. You just wait until I start to get more into this Pride and Kink stuff. It's all about politics. Listen, I watch anime. I get my politics from anime. I don't need any more <laughs> politics. Hey, anime can be pretty political depending on what you're watching. That's fine. And that that's where my limit is, the politics and anime. And I'm like, all right, I'm done. No more. But these, these politics are important because they do tend to affect a lot of the people in our communities because we are seen as the not normals and so a lot of times like people who are 
um, kinky people who are LGBT, people who are into anime and hentai and stuff are seen as the abnormalities that need to be fixed. Bro, if we are paying taxes, leave me the fuck alone. Right? That's where the line should end. Oh, you're giving us our, your money? Oh, sure. Do whatever you want. Don't care. As long as you keep giving Uncle Sam his money, it's fine. Ugh. It, it really should be as simple as, like, let everyone live their own lives, and as long as they aren't causing harm to anyone else, or, um, you know, obviously certain lines of, like, breaking consent, or doing certain things that like cross those lines then it's just like let people live their lives whatever consenting adults do is their business but minka my book that's a few thousand years old written by most likely corrupt individuals says that these things are bad (laughs) well so so jesus didn't even say anything about that other people said it for him and he's like i didn't say that right like nobody who wrote in the bible actually ever met jesus yeah all of it was written like year like after he many was many years like, later wait, what yeah real really awkward really awkward it's the fucking white people it's plus it's been translated a million times by a bunch of different people i and still like people probably equally corrupt and i still like to think that like jesus slash god is a woman and that the bible is just a bunch of men like mansplaining what they think she was trying see, to say see i feel like god is non-binary if anything <laughs> like he he probably flip-flops and chooses whatever he they she okay, wants wait to be. wait if we're gonna be like super technical they would have to be everything all at once because all encompassing yeah so non-binary it's just i binary omni gender there we Omni-gen- go that's Stop. what god is <laughs> you're hurting your head i can i can hear the gears like spinning and like the smoke coming out stop you're gonna hurt yourself hey i it's it's getting warm in here. The gears are already... <laughs> no, the faltering. gears are not helping. Yeah, that, that's why I just don't believe in a god, because it just there's no logic to back it up. See? It's called faith. <laughs> well, yeah, that's quite literally it. Blind following. But for me, God has an ant farm. That is the universe. And he just watches it. And watches the ants do chaotic things. Is that why oh, yeah. he put child cancer Damn, in the ant farm? Yes. That's a really good analogy, though. <laughs> See, people think I'm crazy when I say it, but then they think about it, and they're like, oh my god, that's like, actually no, that a pretty sense. good view. See, I, I feel like the um, polytheistic religions make more sense, because it's like, those gods were all assholes, and like so many different gods controlled so many different aspects that it was just like, yeah, that would make sense why like shit is fucked up half the time, and like why all these bad things are here because it's just like, if you're gonna tell me there's one omnipotent loving god who just allows child cancer, allows the R word, allows all that different stuff, it's like that's not a god who gives a shit. To be fair, in the Bible it says there are other gods. You just can't worship them well the mormons so, that is true i forgot about the that. mormons believe there is a heavenly mother ah see they're, but they are so progressive yeah but they don't talk stop, about her stop right now they don't <laughs> they don't talk about her because she has been kept secret so that she doesn't have to face the discrimination that god does and she is the most sacred because women are meant to be protected and kept safe yes we're going all political in this one we went off the rails really quick. Yeehaw, boys. <laughs> okay, okay. So back to the topic at hand. Uh, let's do a little trivia. 
Do either of you know why pride parades are a thing? Um, no. If I remember correctly, uh, back when, uh, is it Stonewall? Mm-hmm. That, was that the big event that yep. went crazy? So there was Stonewall, and then within a year or so, there like groups of LGBT individuals got together and threw illegal uh, celebrations about being prideful for being LGBT. Mm, and close, then it close. just kind of picked up from there. Uh, do you know what Stonewall was? A wall made of stone, duh. <laughs> okay, now you're stretching my remembering brain. Uh, if I remember correctly, I got nothing. I hate you. I hate you so much. <laughs> it's it's like right there. I can see it. So I I'm not. It's I'm, vague. I'm not a I'm not a historian by any means. So even I might have some information that's slightly incorrect or off or whatever. But um, Stonewall was actually a protest against the police brutality and the police violence that was happening against uh, POC people and LGBT people at the time. Oh. So, the, yeah, oh so Stonewall That's why itself... I remember POC. Yeah, Stonewall itself yeah. was a riot. And... The, the picture of the, the black trans lady is coming to my mind. It's like, oh, oh yeah, I remember that. Yep. She was one of the main ones that was there. There's um, stories back and forth on whether, like, she was the one that started it or not. But, like, she was there near the the beginning, whether she was the one who threw the first brick or not. Like, Oh, right, so it was full-on riot. Yes, it was the Stonewall riots. I still have a question. Marsha P. Johnson. No. Sorry, I forgot her name for a minute. But Marsha P. Johnson, a trans woman of color, she was is known as one of the like most influential people of that time what do all the letters past q mean uh that's it's kind of an evolving thing and there's debate and discussion over what they mean because it's like you have lgbtqia plus um sometimes you like have other people that are like lgbtqia a Q to S like, yeah, you're at, you're doing too much. You're doing too much. So there's a lot of things. So basically it was kind of like, how do we add all of these different identities into this term that we use? Because LGBTQ, well, LGBT is, you know, lesbian, gay, bisexual, trans. Mm -hmm. And then the Q, the Q is queer. And then I, A, I was, um, it was often used for intersex. A was used for asexual. Sometimes A was ally. Sometimes Q was questioning. Like there, it was kind of like, how do we, how do we do this all? And they added two uh, S to it at one point, and that was to represent the two spirit Native Americans uh, because they are their own identity, and like it's, you could some will say it falls under the trans umbrella, but like it's, it was around really like it, it evolved on its own aside outside of that and has more to do with their culture and everything so like a white person saying oh i'm two-spirit like that's straight up cultural appropriation but that's why people stay i know also i see why organization 4024 was like here's a plus because that's too much shit and we're dumb yeah so it's it's one of those things where it's like do we just keep adding letters uh, you know, because they'll, they'll call us um, the alphabet mafia 
is, is what we <laughs> like sometimes called. And, you know, like it's a term that's been right. Well, and like, it's a term that's been like, you know, taken and like some people use it as their term. So it's, it's not like a derogatory thing, but. The alphabet mafia. Oh my God. Like, yeah. Cause I'm there sorry. was like a bazillion letters that, that people wanted to. I, I understand, but fuck <laughs> shit. But Funny. yeah, like, so there's, there's a lot of discussion and there will be an evolution at some point, but like some people are like, we should just all be queer. We should just use the queer term because we've reclaimed it. And like, we all fall under queer, but then you have people who are like, well, I don't actually identify as queer. And so it's hard because like everybody is identifying themselves and coming out and like figuring out who they are and you know, we have all these labels because humans love to put things in boxes to help their minds understand. I was just going to say that. Yeah. But like at the end of the day, like no, no two people are really the same. So it's kind of a, it's an evolving thing. And whether we come to a new term or create a brand new term at some point or like whatever happens, no one knows yet. There's, there's a lot of discussion and there's still a lot of differences in mentality between the older generations of LGBT people who like really were closeted because a lot of this progress has happened in the past couple decades. So there's a, there's kind of certain ideologies they have versus like, you know, Gen Z is the most queer generation to exist yet. And so there's all sorts of different opinions and it's, it's hard, you know, because it is, it's trying to come up with one label that supposedly identifies everyone. And it's like, it may never happen. Who knows? Who knows? So I've got a question that real quick. Yeah. Which might throw us on a whole nother tangent. Let's go. What are your guys' opinions on gender abolition? The fuck is that? Getting rid of, like, gendered terms. Like, getting rid of, like, uh, identifying as a man and woman. From what I understand. Um, I, I definitely feel like the... The idea of the gender binary needs to change uh, because there are people like me who do tend to still feel connection to the gender binary. Um, and I know there are a lot of people that don't, but like, I don't think abolishing it is the correct path myself because then you're just getting rid of ways for people to identify themselves. But I, I do think that like an awareness and understanding and acceptance of there is more than just male and female is something that should happen. Yeah, it's more of a scale than it is a, <clears throat> a binary itself. And and not even so much a scale, but like, uh, like, there's a lot of things lately that people started out using scales and like, now it's more of just like, a oh, it's kind of a pie chart and like... Um, it's a graph. Yeah, like a graph. Uh, because like, you know, somebody who's non-binary isn't going to really be anywhere on that scale. I But I don't feel like just gender abolition, I don't think will be the answer for, yeah, that's where I fall. for like humanity at large. Definitely agree. I feel like people need to be more accepting of like everything while still accepting that some people want to identify as he and she and stuff right like i think it would be cool if like you know birth certificates were like 
either didn't say anything about genitalia or, you know, were just like, oh, born with a penis, born with a vagina, born with both, born with neither. Because all of those things happen. But like, but that's still putting a big emphasis on genitalia. And like, I don't think we really need to do that in society. I get, I, that's where I get very confused. Because at that point, I'm like, it's not identifying their gender. It's identifying their sex, which can be relevant later on in during medical procedures and stuff. Right. But there are people who are born with both. There are people who are born with neither. So like it already is not a fully working system. Like it, it works for most people, but not for everyone. I have a question. Yep. If they have neither, how do they pee? Um, Sometimes there has to be surgeries done at birth, um, but sometimes they'll have a urethra opening somewhere. Um, sometimes, and, and, and like by neither, sometimes it's like there can be, um, during the, the body forming process, like things may not have formed fully. So like someone could have basically a vagina and vulva, but like it's almost entirely closed up. And so like there's, there's all sorts of stuff. So you don't necessarily mm-hmm. mean no genitalia at all. You just yeah, mean yeah, like they're not fully formed genitalia. Yeah, they're not they're not born as Barbie dolls. Listen, I have fully realized I'm get to take the the I get to be puced this episode and just go uh huh, yep. Mm-hmm. No, I indeed I, I appreciate the question because like there's going to be a lot of shit I'm spouting and you know like I may not fully clarify it because sometimes I do that I'll just talk and talk and talk and like. I'll say some things and then somebody will be like, did you mean this? And I'll be like, oh shit, not, not like that. So it's it's always ask good questions. Well, that was more me spending too much time with my cousin and going, I'm listening. I'm understanding. I have a question. And then me, then me stop listening to make sure my question sounds correct and going, okay, I'm going to wait for the noise to stop and then ask my question. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I'm also very, very tired. The gym sucks at 95 degrees. Oh, I bet. Yes. I bet. Um, okay, hurts. so Stonewall was a riot. Like, pure and simple, it was a riot against the police uh, to protest police brutality and police violence. So, the next year, they held a parade in basically, like, uh, honor's not the right word, but, like... In memo a memory of it kind of yeah i'm i'm br- of the event or the person the event it's gonna say so like i'm kind of, i'm brain farting on the correct term but like it was to commemorate to commemorate it um as basically like hey no we're done we're we're done with your shit we're done putting up with this we're fighting back and so like they started to have the parade after that year in commemoration of that and to remember it and so that's what the pride parades were initially so it was very political uh, and very much to say like hey we're here and we're going to continue to fight for our rights and to show that like we are humans and we are worth having basic human rights man what's that like yeah i yeah you you have it worse than even I do, for I was, sure. I was gonna say, I feel, I feel all on my own in this one. I was just yeah, you boring, straight, white. 
Yeah, because I was I said it backwards. I was like relooking up some of the statistics about police brutality last night and police violence. Um, Trans women are seven times more likely to experience police violence than um, white cis people. POC trans women are like another six times on top of that more likely to experience police violence. So it's like, even though I have a higher risk of experiencing violence from police or just other people in my life, like my risk is still nothing compared to people of color who are also trans. And, you know, and that's something that I try to remind myself of that I still have some of that privilege and entitlement that comes with being white because our world and our country is so fucked up. Like, you know, just an alt, you probably, I, I don't know the exact statistics, but I would imagine you have a higher chance than I do just being a person of color than I do of being a trans woman of experiencing police violence. I was going to say, I think it goes trans, POC, trans POC. I, I believe if you're I remember, correct. If I remember degrees of police violence. Why do you just know that? I watch too much political YouTube. So... I wanted to say something, but it would derail so hard, and we're working on an episode about that, so I'm going to be quiet. Okay. That is where Pride Parade started, and that is what eventually led to Pride Month. Fast forward to the current day, Pride has lost a lot of that political value because it has been capitalized so much by corporations. I'd say it lost the original meaning less than the political value. Uh, no, it's. I can see that. It, I would say kind I would of. say both. Oh. Well. Because like nowadays, a lot of people do see it as just, oh, hey, this is a celebration, and not like a, hey, we're still fighting for our rights because like that stuff is still out there, but like that's not what is seen as much and. The I would like to interject. Okay. Feel like that is so like like how it is with black people in February. We're gonna fight uh the eleven months, twelve months out of the year. This one month, we're gonna relax. I feel like that's what it's become because I don't I haven't heard of many LGB Alphabet Mafia. Alphabet Mafia. <laughs> um <laughs> stories but next month they're going to be everywhere and i'm like i have to anticipate this in my news feed and then i have to do the same thing next month well that that's what i'm saying though is like you know there are a lot of people out there who are fighting year round um and then yeah it becomes like june and all of a sudden instead of it still being about that fight it's all about celebrations yeah and rainbow capitalism and oh you know go to the pride festival and get your really cute shirts and your really cute wristbands and your really cute buttons and hey, things are expensive and shit mind you me off. like i'm 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 not completely shit talking the merchandise because i do understand that like especially if you don't have a big support group or you don't have many friends that are lgbt if you are then like it can be reassuring to be able to find some of those things and to be like 
okay, you know, like I, I am, I do feel like I'm being seen and, you know, it's, it's more like being able, you're, they're selling to you. So yes. you're being identified. Right. And so it's like, it, it's not entirely bad, but unfortunately it still is. Those corporations are like, oh, hey, this is another holiday where we can make a bunch of money by coming out with a pride line. You know, yeah, and hey, you get enough people thinking that way, and at least they'll somewhat accept you, cause right? They want your money. And and that is that is the other side of the coin. Is it's just like, you know, we would much rather have all these companies that are coming out and being like, hey, we sell pride stuff, because then they're being like, they're saying like, hey, you know, we're okay with you, even if it's just because we want your money. That's much better than companies who are like, oh, I'm not gonna bake your cake because you're gay, you know? Jesus would have baked the cake. He would have, he would have, and he would have flipped those fucking tables in that shop. That's definitely that, that a good idea. So fucking <laughs> stupid to me. I'm sorry. That's, cause that was that was a uh, a recent of uh, not recent event. It happened this year. I think uh, what a year or two ago. Cause on Facebook I posted, Jesus would have baked the cake. I'm like, oh yeah, that that thing happened. That was stupid. <laughs> yep. And would, it's still it's happening. Money. It's like, still happening. I will admit, when that cake thing happened, I was kind of going down the oh, uh, right pipeline for a minute there. That was my... What the fuck does that mean? Uh, it means I was starting to, like... I was never anti-gay and transphobic and all that stuff. But, like... I was. If you go down a certain, like, path... You, they call it the alt-right pipeline because eventually you turn into a fascist and stuff. Yeah, because you, you start to look up more information on that side and there's enough people over there spouting out bullshit that you start to have your biases and your opinions seconded and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, well, if this person agrees with me on this thing, what else are they talking about? And then you start to believe the things they're saying and you go down that path and all of a sudden you're believing a bunch of shit that's not true, but you believe it's true because you agreed with this one thing with this person. It's You start to become Alex Jones to try to make gay? it relevant. Yeah, you start I'm... to think that stuff. Okay, so. but like, as someone who understands a monicum of business, I bake the gay people's cake. They tell their friends, we bake the cake. The cake came out very well. The other gays come to me to bake their cake. I make more money. Why would you not want to make more money? You're a business. Because it because goes against... Bible say bake gay bad. Yeah, because it goes against okay. my personal incorruptible morals. And gay people are against God. And so I would never do anything against God. It's, it's, putting, it's putting the f- faith, the, you know blind belief before anything else Uh, angry because apparently we aren't supposed to be eating shellfish and i'm like but but sea bugs taste amazing and you're not supposed to wear any sort of clothing that is like man-made that's where the bible's right so yeah your your cotton your 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 cotton poly blend shirts nah take that off dumb bitch the bible's right about the seafood it's gross you shut your goddamn whore mouth. <laughs> I know where you live. I can't come. To, well, I can't come to your house. I know where you work. I can show up to your job. So, um, yeah, back to the the capitalism of it all. Like, 
the pride parade itself was supposed to be this this political thing of you know like we're we're fighting for our rights and now it's a celebration which would be great if the fight was over but it's so far from over y'all had won right and like but you do unfortunately have those people where it's like you have these specifically like cis white gay guys who are like oh we got our rights we're done we don't care anymore you know and it's just like do you not understand that like people from all over the alphabet soup were there from the beginning and like alphabet mafia alphabet soup is something different i like alphabet <laughs> soup more we're gonna make no, that it's a for thing. something different that's specifically for something different <laughs> but it's is just it? like you know like these people have been supporting you the whole time to get your rights and now you have a lot of them and like you're just gonna back out like fuck you you know it's like i get that fighting is hard and it's tiring and it's exhausting and like i want to give up on it all the time but like it's not just about me you know it's like i still need to do what i can for myself and for everyone else so like a lot of times you get a lot of pushback from specifically this older generation kind of like i said there's the different ideologies where like there's there's lesbian turfs you know, and there's gay guys that are just like, no, trans people aren't a real thing. And it's just like, you guys are fighting people within your own group. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I know that happens with any group. I understand that. But it's just like, we all have to stick together to to be able to do this and to be able to make progress and keep making progress. Because like, if they if they successfully get these attacks and make these laws against trans people like they're going to jump back to gay people like they're going to try to push back everything that has happened so it's like we're all still in this fight together and that leads into kink at pride kink and the lgbt community are very closely related um the history of both uh intertwines a lot and both were treated fairly similarly throughout history where it's just like again kind of back to what i was saying earlier like you're not normal of what we consider normal so you need to be kept put away hidden or actually like put down and so that's why a lot of the kink and the lgbt has gone together so now with the capitalism and the corp the rainbow capitalism and the corporation overtake of pride month it's all of a sudden become about respectability politics where it's just like oh well if you guys are gonna sit there and you know have your sex workers with just nipple covers and your pup players and all their leather gear and people in gimp suits you're just hurting your cause because people are going to see that and be like that's not okay that's gross like why would we support that and that's just trying to create rifts inside the groups and get us to fight amongst ourselves which the government absolutely loves when the people fight amongst themselves because then they're not paying attention to what the fuck the government's doing so that's why there's a lot of pushback from people who are like, no, kink absolutely has a place here because this is supposed to be political. This is supposed to be us still fighting for our rights. This is us still supposed to be going together in this fight because we are all being pushed down 
together because we're not normal. And then you have these people that are buying this whole like, oh, well, you're just hurting your own cause. And it's just like, no, we need to keep pushing that until it becomes the new normal where it's just like, you know, like how many European countries do you see statues that have the dicks out, that have nipples, that have vaginas? Because, you know, it's not body parts haven't become so sexualized in those countries as they have in America. And mind you, women have always been sexualized throughout history, and that's a fact. But, like, just seeing someone with their tits out and just covering their nipples, like, does not have to be like a, oh my god, my kid can't see that. It's like, it's the human body. It should be okay. You should teach your kid what the human body is at some point because they're going to need to know for themselves and later on in life for when they start dating or doing whatever. So that's why I'm very much on the side of like, no, kink should still be there because it is just trying to, I, I do feel like it is just trying to separate the groups and just do play the whole respectability politics of, oh, well, you're not going to get your message across if you have all these super sexual things out there. So I feel like this is where you and I disagree, at least in part. Because I get the whole kink and pride thing. But I feel like, especially the more like out there stuff, like the leather play and dog uh, play stuff, should be relegated to its own area of pride. Whereas like walking around with like pasties and like a bikini bottom or whatever that's more acceptable because it's not it's not sexualized or it shouldn't be as sexualized as it is but the leather play and the dog play stuff is almost exclusively sexualized what about a cosplay sense. convention what do you mean you can't say shit you ain't like a leg to stand on on me I just got back from fucking Colossus. Uh, you don't have a you don't have a leg here, Puce. I I know it's not much of a fight because that's, that's why I'm never gonna like push super hard. But I feel like we could go about the kink stuff in not like a hidden way, but more like an educational way, rather oh, than like oh. an out and just have it out for everybody to see kind of thing. Do what we do at conventions. People over a certain age get a wristband. And they can go into the areas that designate where the wristband goes. You're over 18, you can go there. You're over 21, you can go there. And maybe have an mm. educational booth about different th- kinks and stuff. And I feel like sure, you, but you just need me the wristband to get in, though. And, yeah. and and I get what you're saying. I Boom, I do I fixed it. Um, but again, it goes back to that it that pride and the pride parades have kind of lost their soul. And that it's now a, like, bring the family out to celebrate instead of a, like, hey, no, this is this is to show that we're still here and we're not done fighting. And it, the, the whole respectability politics, like, you have to play by society's rules for Wait, anyone to take you seriously. Part of it, though, is bringing the, like, cis straight family out to, like, see the people who they probably would never see in their community. Right. And that's that's where it gets tricky, because that your mindset is what most of those people have, where they're like, I don't have anything against kink, 
but like people are bringing their kids to this and you know and like kids shouldn't necessarily be exposed to that and i i will admit that like in many of the parades in my state like i have been out there in in leather like i was in um some pony gear one of the years i was in the parade um another year i was out there with a sign that said um chicks with dicks need rights too and you know and i got some some people that were like super excited about it and i'm sure there were some people that probably saw it and were like if my kid could read i'd be really upset <laughs> but i'm sorry you know that I'm whole sorry. that king of the hill thing if these kids could read yeah the means <laughs> popped in my head yeah, but... my kid could read <laughs> but yeah so that's that's the tricky spot is it's just like you know, do we do we have to just now accept that this is what it is, that it is just a month of celebration of queer people, which in and of itself is not a bad thing. Like that's that's not a bad thing to celebrate queer people. But, you know, like it is not what it originally was. So that's I think that's kind of where it all comes down to is do we do we accept that it's changed and make these changes to make it more societally acceptable or do we keep fighting and saying hey no all of this is normal and even the sexual stuff is normal because the a, a lot of the gay people that were originally in the riot and like have come from them that older generation they're very much of that bathhouse culture where it's just like you know like i'm gonna go to a party oh you're gay i'm gay cool let's fuck oh next guy you're gay i'm gay let's fuck like the bathhouse culture is very much a like loose consent thing and like it doesn't really fly nowadays with our new understandings of consent but at the same time like it it was a, a thing that was there it is a part of the history and that doesn't mean it was right because you know like obviously not everything that's happened in history is right but like even even LGBT stuff is very tied to a lot of sexuality. And, you know, and that's not necessarily true for today where more people than ever are out about who they are and are queer because, you know, like you have ace people who are either not sexual at all or are only little bits sexual. So it's like I, I'm not an expert on this. I fully admit that and I can only share my opinions and like the little bit of research I've done to try and read up on it and I don't have the answers either you know and that's why I think it was important to have this discussion because like it does give multiple perspectives and you know like I unfortunately I don't think the three of us are going to solve this but just give everyone wristbands <laughs> I thought, well, that's why I wanted alt, it. Alt that's part of why I wanted this choice too, because like, yeah, these it's conversations important. should be had in every group, and obviously none of us are professionals, so don't take our word for anything we say. As right. Most of the YouTubers I watch say, go out and do your own research, actually, and like find out the information, because we're probably wrong about something. I'm sure I'm I'm wrong about things all the time, and like. One thing that I try very hard to do is to be open to new information. And, you know, like if there's if there's actual factual stuff there, then like I try to be open to changing my mind. I don't want to be that closed minded. Nope. This is how I feel. This is how it is. It's like, no, if you can 
<laughs> you don't want to be a boomer. Yeah, I don't want to be a boomer. I don't want to be a boomer. Please don't make me a boomer. You're a millennial. Don't worry, Mika. I know. I'm a millennial through and through, which means I'm feisty and I'm opinionated. And stupid. We're all stupid. That's for sure. Um, I... <laughs> Speak for yourself. Yeah. I, it's fair. I'm <laughs> stupid. Listen, we're sharing one brain cell this episode. <laughs> well, I've had the brain cell more, so... Haha. That's fine. We're still sharing it. So, Minka, when it comes to kink, do you think... Obviously, we're not. they're not having sex out in the parades. So it's not like we're seeing, like, the full extent of some of these kinks. I guess I don't have an argument for most of it, but it feels like we should have maybe, like, educational booths at these events and, like, teach people what these things are, not just show them the kinks. I agree. I, I wholeheartedly agree. Um, and just before the pandemic, the pride we had in 2019... 19. We were actually, the, the kink community was actually going to get a section of the festival area for us to be able to do that, to be able to talk to people, to be able to have demonstrations of like how things actually work and to have information. And it didn't end up panning th- out because like the the main contact who is in our community is... A bitch. Yes, he... he he pretty much is. <laughs> I was. I had like four words lined up. I was like I can't say that. Can't say that. Can't say that. We'll go with bitch. Like he's a nice guy, but he's 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 got. He's a piece of work. Yes. Um. And so, like, it didn't end up panning out. And then, uh, this year we had our first pride parade since the pandemic. Um. And the we've always had a spot in the parade for. They've always given us a spot for like basically our kink community at large not just like one of the little sections of it but like we would all come together and have like one spot in the parade this year that didn't happen um i don't know the specifics of why i don't know if the pride center if our local pride center decided not to allow it or if just nobody reached out um and tried to get a spot because i didn't hear anything one way or the other so i don't know if ours was a you know we're trying to um oh what was the other term basically like normalize pride or if it was just a pg or pg make your parade pg yeah or if it was just a oh nobody asked you know i i can't speak to one way or the other but i know there wasn't the big kink group in the pride parade this year for the first year in quite a while that they've happened. Um, so do you have a line on where like kink should be, how like far kink should be uh, expressed at pride events? Um, I, I think the state laws are, are pretty, pretty good with what they're at um, because you cannot simulate any sort of, like impact play which i think is good because like you know even if two consenting adults are sitting there like one's using a flogger on the other like that that could be a bit confusing to a kid you know it'd be like um why is that man hitting that woman or why is that woman beating the shit out of that man you know like that could be a little confusing 
So I, I feel like that one's an okay standard. And then there's like no, obviously no intercourse or simulated intercourse. So like, you know, if somebody's tied up, you can't like grab them and pretend to be fucking them, even if your clothes are on. And I'm like, that's okay. Like actual intercourse, yeah, does not need to happen out in the open. Oh yeah. And that was one thing I keep thinking about is like, uh, I think it was about two years. Well, not two years ago, but like before the pandemic, one of the things that went around on social media in this argument, they were posting these pictures of like, oh, this is what the kink and leather people were doing at the pride parade. And what they were actually posting was pictures of people at um, an event in, I believe it's San Francisco. And I just forgot the name of the street, but they basically close off a whole street and it's a huge like BDSM kink event where they do allow that kind of stuff. But people were trying to pass it off as like, oh, this was happening out in the open at Pride event. And it's like, no, that's false information. Like, you're just you're just trying to build up shit that's not there. And and I think that's another part of it, too, is social media. You know, like you can only get so much across in a TikTok. You can only get so much across in a Facebook post, in a tweet. And so a lot of these times when people are talking about these things, they do tend to like happens on the internet get defensive and start attacking each other and no conversations actually happen it's it's all this is my opinion and i'm willing to die for it oh well this is my opinion and i'm willing to die for it like actual discourse yeah actual discourse doesn't happen online and so you know I, i don't think that's been helping the conversation is that a lot of it is happening through tweets and through posts and through tiktoks instead of actually people sitting down and talking with each other and you know and we do live in that day and age where everybody does have an opinion on everything and has the ability to share that opinion all the time like i i think about bo burnham's inside i don't know if you guys watch that i've been meaning to it's it's i think you're the only millennial who hasn't watch that <laughs> I, I know a few didn't have netflix for the longest <laughs> time and then he, he was like oh Get it's somebody's on password. youtube now um yeah, like well, one that's not as easy as it used to be anymore. Because uh, <laughs> guess who got a uh, envelope from Netflix saying, "Hey, stop!" And we're like, "Oh, oh shit!" Oh wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, he has one part where he has a skit that like he's talking about how like everybody just seems to feel the need to share their opinion on everything that happens all of the time. And like, you know, like a school shooting happens and all of a sudden everybody has their opinion about it and how it should have been handled and everything. Or this historical event happens and everybody has their opinion. And like he's talking about it and he's like, does everybody have to share their opinion about everything all the time? Then he's like, actually, let me let me rephrase that. Can anybody just shut the fuck up for five minutes? And, you know, and that's the reality of the world we currently live in is people don't. People are so, like, passionate and also now trained to have these avenues of I can share every thought I have that it's what happens. And so that, you know, that's what's led to the toxicity of social media is just people aren't actually there to have conversations. They're there to put out their opinion and fight anybody who challenges it even slightly. And that happens on both sides. I fully, like... And, and want to be transparent about that. That happens on both sides. Very true. Sorry, brain fart. Um, 
So there was a recent thing that I wanted to bring up that happened, and I wanted to get your guys' opinion on it. Okay. On Twitter, there became a big scuffle where there were pictures posted of kids at a drag show. Oh, I yeah, I haven't fully looked into this, but like, I I am interested to hear more about it. From the gist of what I understand happened, um, it, this was like one of the events at a Pride event, and it was held in an ice cream bar, if I understand correctly, and there were it was a drag show that was promoted as drag your ki- drag your kids to this drag show or something like that. It was essentially a play on words for drag queens and kids. Okay. And a lot of people were very up in arms about having kids at a drag show. Um, so the first thing I will say of what I have seen about this is basically all the memes that like people are using. They're, they're taking the quotes of these people who like our kids shouldn't be around these like adult grown men who are dressing as women and like doing all of this stuff. And like, they're like posting pictures of like the Catholic church and like all these religions. And it's just like, yeah, no, you, uh, you're not fully understanding that you are basically saying they shouldn't be around, you know, any of these religious people either. And, you know, like somebody even went to the point of like saying, you know, like at least around drag queens versus, you know, like any member of the clergy, I don't have to worry that my child is going to get, you know, our word. And it's just like, damn. That's well, you got any opinion on kids at drag shows? Define kid. Like what age are we talking? Uh, From the pictures, it looked like they were between probably eight and nine at the youngest, possibly up to maybe possibly 12. Kids don't know what the fuck's going on. They're just seeing people in costumes. They're like, "Woo, yeah, excitement!" Doesn't fucking matter. Uh, Minka, I I know what you're talking about because I, <laughs> my friend made a. They shared a similar post, and I was like, "Wait, time out! Isn't that just the plot to Tokyo Godfathers? I trust my kids with drag with a a drag queen, a hobo, and whatever the fuck the third person is over the fucking." local priest yeah yeah and it's it's the sad truth um but like so that that's what i had seen about it and as for my like actual opinion i feel like a lot of the outrage is coming from the more conservative people and you know probably the loud minority conservative people and i feel this is this is just kind of my gut reaction at this point since I haven't looked too much into it. But, like, I do feel like it stems from uh, toxic masculinity, from that idea that, like, you know, seeing gay people or, like, doing quote-unquote gay things or boys playing with Barbies and girls playing with toy trucks is going to make them gay. And in reality, it's just like, no, these these kids are having fun. Like, this is not going to define their sexuality. Like, an eight-year-old boy who goes up and dresses as a woman he's not trans it's not going to make him trans you know it, it is it's just it's it's costume it's play like you know it's not going to make them gay like drag queens who dress up as women like 
there's a lot of them that are still like, nope, I'm a guy, you know, and like... I'm a cis straight white guy who just happens like wearing wigs. Yeah, it's not going to change their sexuality. It's not going to change their gender identity. Like, it's it's just freaking out about something that, like, kids wouldn't even think twice about. They would be like, yeah, that was fun. I got to dress up and, you know, and do something fun. That's all, that's all it is. I'm def. I don't think it was, it's wrong. Cause as one of the YouTubers I watched put it, it's, it's not a burlesque show. It's just people over being over the top and exaggerated dancing. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, Oh my God, my kid is seeing somebody strip on stage. Cause that's not what a drag show is. Right. But it's definitely something that you either need to have a talk with your kid about to let them understand what this is. And it's more akin to a pop star dancing on stage. Like it's American, might not, be, not the yeah, not, not K or American J-pop. pop not stars that. dancing on stage. <laughs> might It might be <laughs> sexualized slightly, but only as far as it's for it's just to draw attention the the other memes i saw were basically like showing people freaking out or talking about people freaking out about this and then showing all of the like toddlers in tiara's girls i will say that stuff is creepy yeah because they are straight up sexual child pageants that's that's really creepy yeah it really is you don't have a problem with that but you have a problem with drag shows uh, yeah, because that, that all ties into the American obsession with women and infantilizing them. What? In what? In, Doing what in, now? I don't know if I said that right, but like, basically, like, kind of objectifying the, women from a young age. Yeah, uncomfy. It, yeah, so if it's def, I don't see anything wrong with it, but at the same time. I'm I mean, not comfortable with it. I, I wouldn't have my kids at a drag show. And and that's a decision, you know, you get to make. Um, and, you know, like... Is gonna have kids. At, at some point, like, they Working may come it. out and be like, no, I really want to go to this drag show, you know? And then, like, you, you have to have a conversation. But I, I feel like that, like, anything else, like you said, should be a conversation. I think people need to stop treating kids as, like complete idiots and be like hey let's have conversations about things like let's talk about what you're feeling and like how you see these things because i think that's the important thing that's going to lead to better adults is treating kids like they're humans as well because i definitely when it comes to kink and stuff and drag shows and all the pride stuff i feel like it's okay to teach your kids like about gender and like sexuality probably kindergarten through like third grade and be like this is gay is when a man loves a man and all that stuff but i feel like the set like actual sex talks should be held off a little bit uh like, yeah i don't we shouldn't be like this is how the, the the kids are really made and the banana goes in the donut and blah 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 stop Please stop. <laughs> like, I, I don't know that there is any, like, specific right age to talk about it. But, like, you know, I I would think as a parent, mind you, I'm not a parent, so a lot of people will say my opinion doesn't matter. 
But like, I would think as a parent, you would kind of watch your kid because it's like, you know, whatever age your kid starts to discover their body, you're going to want to have a conversation then, you know, and like, you don't have to have a full conversation about like intercourse at that point. But you know, like you need to be paying attention to your kids to know when to talk to them about things. Like, I think that's a big thing is pay attention to your kids, invest in their lives because, you know, like at some point they're going to be living without you and you know how fucked up they are has a lot to do with how you treated them growing up completely fair it's definitely i feel like this is a conversation people need to have more often especially like you said not online because 150 characters can only get you so far 280 yeah it's 140 times two okay still and that's just twitter i don't think (laughs) facebook has a limit I don't think it does. Yeah, either. but who's going to read like six paragraphs of nonsense? Uh, white people. <laughs> I Okay, this is what I do. I will hit the read more, and if I have to scroll from the bottom of my phone to the top, I'm just like, nah, fuck If it's you. more than one paragraph, I'm done. I'll say that. That's because we have ADHD, and we, I was gonna say, we just uh, can't pay attention that long. <laughs> but I definitely feel like this stuff in general should be talked about more. Because, like, at least from what I've seen on the internet, most trans individuals and people from all over the the Alphabet Mafia usually know at a pretty young age. Mm -hmm. Like, they may not have that definition, which is where I feel like adults should step in. They should give the kids these definitions so they can figure out what label they want. I came out of the womb and out of my mama's vagina, and I was like, I'm supposed to have one of those. You know, I, I feel like you probably didn't, but we'll, we'll <laughs> let that, we'll like, let that be right, part I'll of Minko lore. Any closing final <laughs> remarks? Okay, uncomfortable. I love making people uncomfortable. See, that you got to try so much harder for me. That's not. That's not even. I know, but we have we have Alt here, and it's super easy with him. Well, yeah, that's why I call him Vanilla. Things moderately professional, so we can actually monetize this thing. But you know, hey, why why do that when you can make a a shitty joke? Hey, you're an editor. You can cut things out. Quit making out. Listen, (laughs) I'm gonna I'm gonna lower the limit. So anything over like a minute forty five, Pius has to give me ten bucks. What? (laughs) It was two hours. Well, it might get lowered. We'll see. We can't do that. <laughs> yeah, we we need to give the people what they want. Well, if they want it, they can go to Patreon. Yeah, but I don't want to pay all ten bucks. Then, then don't make shitty jokes or encourage shitty jokes. Yeah, make us shut up. Oh yeah. Nigga, listen you to do the, it more Listen than to the patriarchy. Um. <laughs> uh, let's see. Alt. Do you know much about the issues in um, black culture with LGBTQIA stuff? No. I All of my uh, black friends are either painfully straight, super gay, but like in the group chat, or they don't talk to me because They're I don't talk to them. Okay. Because I, I don't feel right talking about any of that and i don't feel like i know enough talking about any of that but i i do know there are issues there as well that like the black community is dealing with in and of itself when it comes to lgbtqia stuff but 
Like, yeah. Um. Yeah. As far as like black people in the gayness, I I I can't help you. That's okay. I I just was curious if you knew because like, yeah. I don't I don't feel like I have the right to talk about it. Um. And I also don't honestly even have enough information to talk on it either. Minka, Same. we need to bring out that secret, like, ray gun that all the conservatives think the trans people have and shoot Alt with it and make him part of the Alphabet Mafia. We'll just use the Jewish space lasers. No, that makes him Jewish. Are you I mean, sure? that'll get him into another minority, but you're right. Maybe we work together on him. The Jewish Trans Alliance. I knew it was a thing. <laughs> uh, but back to your earlier point, I, I do fully agree that more conversations need to happen. And I feel like more people need to um, take that self-introspective and look at their opinions and look at the way they think and look at their ideas and be like, am I actually willing to accept information and change my opinion based on information? Because if the answer is no, like, you're closed-minded. Whatever side you're on, if your answer is no, you're being closed-minded. And that's not going to help progress in any way. So the more conversations that happen are going to lead to the more normalization of these things because more people are going to realize, oh, hey, this isn't actually that crazy as, like, the media and the press have made it out to be. And, like... BDSM is not even always super sexual. Like, you know, oh, I've seen the movies. I saw Fifty Shades of Grey. I know what BDSM is. And it's like, no, you know one tiny aspect of a BDSM fantasy is all you know. So... You know bad writing. Yeah. It it literally was a Twilight fanfic is what it was. Like, straight up 100% is what it was. Um, Could you imagine writing something so bad people pay you for it? That's crazy. It happens a lot. I'm angry. It happens a lot. You know, everybody. Wait. Every time oh, somebody brings that up. Games. Sorry. Yo. Every time no. somebody brings up Fifty Shades of Grey, I'm reminded of the like through line that Nine Eleven has to creating Fifty Shades of Grey. I'm gonna stop you right the fuck there. There was a point in my life that I hated gay people and everything because I was a teenager who had grown up in the Mormon church and was blindly following because of my faith. And so I had a lot of stupid ideals. And then all of a sudden, oh, turns out the the homophobic one was gay and trans, just like usually happens with the extremely homophobic people. They usually come out later. Or it's revealed in some sort of leak that they're super into that stuff and you're just like haha we knew it well i it's, no one sh- should be like forced to come out but like it, there are those instances where it's like you are literally writing laws to hurt people that are just like you like so that's that's that gray area of like yeah fuck you but uh, I, I say that because like i do want it to be clear that like i fully understand that people can come from a more close minded state and learn and grow and change and a lot of times that comes from just having conversations or finding out that people you love and care about fall into those categories 
And then all of a sudden, it's not just, you know, trans people aren't just the, the crazy monsters that they talk about on Fox News. Like, all of a sudden, you're like, oh, shit, like, my cousin is trans, and she's a real person. Like, holy fuck. They're not, they're not crazy. Wait, you mean there aren't roving bands of trans people making other people trans? No, I didn't say that. <laughs> but that's a secret. And so now I'm going to have to kill you and anyone who listens to this. Yep, we're all dead. It's nice knowing you, Alt. I, I do want to reiterate that, like, the rainbow capitalism, while it is kind of a shitty Shit, thing. Sorry. And Alt is, is slowly dying. Um, but the rainbow capitalism, again, I want to reiterate for any of those that, like, do see this stuff and they're like, get so excited that they can, like, go to Target and buy you know, a lesbian mug or a trans shirt or like all this other stuff. Like you don't need to feel bad for that because it is great that that stuff is out there and representation does matter. Um, you know, and like, obviously there are the, the things underneath all of it that need to be addressed, but like, it's okay to be excited to see those things and to see your favorite companies come out like like xbox came out this month they've changed their logo and they came out with a special controller that has fucking pastel controllers look so nice yeah like they came out with a controller and like honestly it it does look really good and it has like all the flags on it and stuff and i'm just like didn't get none for black people (laughs) they have they have the black controller for you guys oh god you mean the standard controller? Yeah, it's it's all about. They're all about you black pride. Stab you in the fucking neck. Hey, you said I couldn't slit his throat. And stabbing him in the he has a chance of living. I'll stab him in the neck. <laughs> and say with what? I oh god, I knew you were gonna go there. <laughs> god damn it. Um. But but yeah, like it's, and and I I do think actually you bring that up is is a good point as well. Like. This podcast episode has been about pride and kink, and so it's been focused on that. But queer people are not the only minority in this world, and they're not the only ones that are still fighting for rights. You know, so it's it's important to remember year-round and not just during these months where it's like, oh yeah, we remember black people exist in February. We remember queer people exist in June. Um Oh shit! What month is Asian Pacific Month? Damn! Uh, I didn't know uh, that was a thing. Uh, 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 December. It's not December. Uh, it's May, months. actually. It's May. Damn! I'm so close. What is? What is? I May? wasn't close. On Asian American. <laughs> Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month is in May. I um, didn't have a clue that existed. See, and that. Do you not own a calendar? Yes, I just don't look at it. But, like, the fact that you didn't even know it was a thing shows that there's still a lot of work to be done. The fuck is wrong with you? I knew that. Oh, oh, I do have something else. So, one of the other things that gets brought up a lot about the kink at Pride stuff that um, has kind of tied into this is that there are states that are starting to uh, ban cops in uniform from being able to go to pride rallies, pride parades, and that kind of stuff. 
And again, that kind of goes back to the, like, is this becoming just a celebration of queer people or is there still that political aspect? Because the whole thing started as a fight against police brutality and police violence. And so Mm. to have police people there in uniform, like, is still a very triggering thing for a lot of people because... Like, like I said, as a trans woman, I'm seven times more likely to experience police violence in a police interaction than a white cis person. And I'm not going to lie. I feel like that might be a bit much of a reaction, at least as far as the laws are concerned. Uh, well, <clears throat> I, all right, Whitey. Like, well, I just mean it on like a like if something happens there. Well, I think that's why they're not saying, like, you can't... I I think that's why they're not, like, outright saying police can't be there, but it's, like, the whole basically representing by being in uniform. Um, Because, obviously, like, those 31 guys that were arrested up in Idaho, like, that would not have happened without police, you know? So it's, like, while the police system itself is entirely broken and has systemic problems, like... You know, people don't want to fully abolish the police. They just want it to be defunded, defunded, put their and money somewhere else. Right. Like if if someone who has, um, you know, like autism that can't verbally communicate very well is all of a sudden having um, a, a tantrum and they can't get a hold of themselves and somebody else doesn't understand it and thinks they're being assaulted like the police show up, they're probably going to kill that autistic person who never would have like actually hurt the person and it's just like no we want that money to go into different systems where we have healthcare professionals that actually come out and like who are trained to deal with this stuff deal with it not just a bunch of people that are going to beat their wives and husbands and just want power which all right i think this needs to be another topic for (laughs) another episode because that's another thing i have a lot of words about but I feel like uh, you you can do that somewhere else. We are here to be horny. Yeah, but it's also a <laughs> taboo subject, and that's what we cover: taboo subjects. We cover horny, a cab baby. Horny. Does that include off? Okay, my friend made a, a tweet that said a cab includes Officer Jenny, and I'm like, I would fuck Officer Jenny though. I yes, I did she's see a police that. Officer. I did see that, and I'm like, I don't know because they're forensics. I don't know how to feel. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I don't know how far it goes for me because it's like forensics are the people that are like the ones who like puzzles and stuff. I'm like, are they also power hungry? Are there statistics that 40% of them are domestic abusers? I don't know. I I do think that we probably should avoid heavy topics for a while because we are, we are meant to be a fun and like kinky taboo podcast and you know and this one was heavy it was definitely heavy and like it does have to do with sex and taboo stuff and you know directly with a lot of our communities but like it's also not going to be like a i don't i don't think this is going to be the one that's going to have people coming back and being like oh i want more like i think it's important but it's not the it's going to be (laughs) most listened to episode and just like all right don't know how that works but okay right like it's it's absolutely important stuff that needs to be talked about but you know like it we're not we didn't talk about you know like your and how she's you know the winner of the internet right now 
she took over for oh oh you fucking with spy family oh okay okay damn this is a talk for another time <laughs> and, and how she I'm took over on uh, oh fuck i forgot her name Mar not maureen uh Mar Mar marin marin yeah and how well, no, 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 no 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 marin is waifu of winter not winter spring your is waifu of summer gonna uh, there there is distinction i mean i i love them both like they i need to watch my dress up darling or just buy the books but i can't find the books yeah they're they both have a place in my heart i have honestly no idea what you guys are talking about now watch anime you fucking degenerate no i will never yes never darton you are banned from the podcast we are now looking for a new third host <laughs> <laughs> all right any closing arguments for this stuff now that we're back on topic? No. Um, I, I just... Like, my final thoughts are... I, I do feel like kink belongs at Pride. But I do agree that... Um, there also should be spaces for people to be educated. And uh, to learn more about it. And I think parents should have more conversations with their kids. Completely agree. People need to be more educated on the things that they don't understand. And the human body should not be just seen as completely sexual because we all got them, they all suck, and we should be able to talk about them. Awesome. I like that we all agree at least somewhat. All right. Well, thank you so much for once again joining us in the lounge. Hope you enjoyed your time here. And as always, if you want more, you can find us on Twitter at Lusty underscore Lounge or on Facebook or Patreon under the name Lusty Lounge. And we have our Discord server, which you can come be a part of and join us for all our horny escapades and honestly, a great community. So it's been fun. Thank you for sticking with us through this heavier topic. And I promise we'll get back to more fun things next week i hope please Talking about Dogen, so God. Yeah, okay perfect perfect thanks for joining us have a wonderful day bye 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 bye